This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Uh, Mr. Wembley, it happened again. (laughs) Still fighting my cold, sir. Um, This week, we wrap up the original Star Wars trilogy, and I think we've covered all Star Wars movies now, once we do this. Uh, Really? At least the theatrical ones, I believe. Uh, We need the Christmas episode, too. Return of the Jedi, episode six. Uh, yeah. I th- oh, we haven't done the new Han Solo movie yet. I think that's the only one we haven't done. I haven't seen that movie yet. And there have I. That should be coming out on Netflix soon, hopefully. You think? Yeah. Or Disney or Plus. Disney Street. Yeah, Disney okay. Plus. He'll get right on that. Or on a loop on TBS every single second <laughs> of the day, like the prequels. Very funny. <laughs> oh, anyway, Return of the Jedi. Uh, directed by Richard Marquand, written by a story by George Lucas, sorry, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Jabba the Hutt. Hey, <laughs> uh, co starring Salacious Crumb. <laughs> co starring Salacious Crumb. Yeah. Spoiler, Spoiler alert, he's on my list. <laughs> um, hold on, I just did that off the top of my head. So, wait, wait, this came out in 1983, I believe. Um, and if you don't know, this is the third movie in the Star Wars <laughs> trilogy. But it's episode uh, six. I know. So confusing. How can that be? What? <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Everybody. We Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, Sebastian Shaw, uh, Ian McDermott, Frank Oz, James Earl Jones, David Prost, Alec Guinness, Kenny Baker, and others. All right, um, so as usual, we'll talk about the history of this movie. This is the first the most movie... most electrifying film in sports entertainment. <laughs> this is the first live-action movie that I remember asking my parents to go see. I specifically remember seeing the commercials for this. I would have been five or six years old, depending on when the commercials started coming out. Um and I remember I was old enough to like now I now I know Star Wars I've seen them both movies I want to go see this, and my dad took me to see it, which is one of like two movies my dad's ever <laughs> taken me to in my life. Um, and not only did we see the movie, we saw, uh, he took me to Burger King afterwards, and we got the the glass. It was like a, you got the, when a collector's glass got that, and then oh, right. yeah, and then and then Jeff's that. life has been all downhill from there. <laughs> And then, no, I was going to say, and this is also the first movie I ever saw twice in the movie theater, because, like, about a month later, my cousin came over for a sleepover, and my mom and I, he and I convinced my mom to take us to go watch it again. And so I saw it twice. So once with my dad, once with my mom and my cousin. And, uh, yeah, at the time, growing up, this was my definite favorite Star Wars movie. I just, I don't know, more action uh, we'll get in this list. I love Ewoks, but I was the right age. Like I said, I was five or six as an adult. Yeah. This is why it's, it's slid down the list as I've gotten older. But everything about this movie, I enjoyed. So that's my history with it, uh, Scott. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly couldn't say 
which of the movies I I saw first as a little kid. Probably probably the first movie, but uh, New Hope. But yeah, as as a as a kid, it was my favorite of the three, probably because of the Ewoks, um, <laughs> because kids are the worst. But, <laughs> uh, Witness. Yeah, I, I I think I remember on the old like on, on cable was still new, and the Disney Channel would play the Star Wars movies for some reason. This is like a. Foreshadowing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually owning the property, it's... You mean uh, force shadowing? Whoa! whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, they would play... Um, oh, or... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's actually on my list. We'll, we'll get to that. But, uh, uh, yeah, the Saw 3's kid, and this was my favorite of the three. Not so much now, like Jeff said, but... <laughs> yeah. Here we All are. Right, Alex. Um, I wouldn't say... Return of the Jedi was my first memory that I have, but it's it's up there. It's close because I remember I vividly remember Yoda disappearing in the movie theater when my parents were right there and this might have been the first movie they took me to see and I was just bawling my eyes out. My mom had to take me out of the movie theater and everything <laughs> to calm down because I just could not handle it. <laughs> But yeah, that's my horrific history with this movie. <laughs> right. I, I love it. <laughs> All right. And on one thing, I do remember when I went with my dad, I asked if we could sit towards the back because there's going to be lots of scary monsters in this from the commercials that I saw. So, <laughs> for some reason, me thinking I sat in the back, I'd be safer from them. What were the, were the, th- which were the scary monsters? Like all the stuff in Tatooine? Like the Rancor? Yeah. Okay. All the Jabba stuff. Yeah. Jabba himself. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the Rancors. All of that stuff. That's what I remember from the... Remember the whatever they showed in the commercials looks scary to me. All right. Well, this week, uh, we're not going to do a crossover list, but we're just going to do... We'll make or we'll expand our list to ten items since this is special. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna get right into a negative with this, and it is Han Solo's character kind of sucks in this movie. He gets rescued, accidentally kills Boba Fett, and then he's just kind of a joke the rest of the movie, right? He 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 yeah. lands them on on Endor and. What does he really do? He tries to open the door and another shield thing comes down, which is funny. Yeah. But yeah. he's just he kind of there really for, do anything. for the whole exposition about Luke and Leia being brother and sister. Yeah. Just to tie that all together. So but he's, I mean. And he becomes a general. Me, which apparently they just hand out like candy in the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense why Harrison. Like, I think Harrison Ford made sense when he said, like, my character should die. Like, I did my thing. I. I Put these two people together. I brought Luke to Leia and started this whole thing. He's the Jedi, and I got captured in Cloud City. And yeah, it should have been like either I don't know how you would have done it. The, the carbonite thing could have just fell into the pit, or I I don't know. But or it does kind of seem like they didn't, didn't have a good survive plan it, for or him. they couldn't revive him from it. Right, whatever. It, it, yeah, that almost feels like, or maybe he popped out of it just in time to save him, but then ended up dying anyway. I don't know because uh, he really doesn't do anything. Like he's not the one who blows it. He's not the one who flies the Falcon in this movie. I mean, he has a good he has the idea that with the at app, but it's Chewie and the Ewoks who steal it in the first place. So, like, yeah, it's that's a negative. I think Han doesn't have enough to do in this movie. So that's my number ten. You're gonna die here, you know. Convenient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the best thing he did in that whole movie. A joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, number ten. 
Number 10 uh, is Salacious Crumb, but just because of Alex. <laughs> That's only your number 10? It should be higher. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little higher. It's, uh, <laughs> for those that are unaware, that is the uh, the little pet that Jabba has. Henchman, I'd like to think. Yeah, no, well, yeah, why explain it, Al- uh, Scott? Let us, that's Scott. Or Al- Jesus, why do you do the voice? Alex, do it. It's the second part of that that gets me. Yeah. The, ah! See, I can't do it. And in and of itself, he's just like this weird puppet in the background because Alex... <laughs> It always makes me laugh now. So that's my number 10. Salacious Crumb also has a ridiculous name for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Salacious Crumb. Here, fun fact. I don't even know if this podcast exists without Salacious Crumb. Because I specifically remember trying to find a, re- a Salacious Crumb ringtone. Uh, yeah, that's right. On the internet. So, or, or, yeah, looked on iTunes to find it. So I would add it whenever Alex would call or text me. It didn't pop up, but a podcast popped up and it's that it's the star wars and character podcast that popped up from that and that's when i heard started listening to it oh he's just a bunch of friends talking about stupid stuff and that's when i started talking to you guys about doing our own so yeah. there you go fun fact oh, <laughs> oh no i know <laughs> all right alex number 10 uh i hate i really hate this but i kind of love it also because this is bad because it's from the remake Return of the Jedi, but it's also good because it makes me laugh <laughs> every time I Let me guess, let me guess, does it involve a stormtrooper? No, okay. it does not involve a stormtrooper. Yeah, never mind then. But <laughs> when they went in and they CGI'd like a whole new band for Jabba's Palace. <laughs> oh god, this is another one of your specialties. <laughs> yeah, almost memoryless. Such a goddamn joke. But, I mean, I love it now, but I hate it that it's in the original movie. But I love it so much. He's like, da, da, da. <laughs> it goes into this whole ridiculous song. It's nice noodles. is dancing around. It's oh, nice man. noodles. Jesus Christ. Remember the first time I heard Alex, <laughs> Alex do that? We were in line for Star Tours. Disney yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I was fucking dying. It was like the end of the day. We were like we were delirious. Delirious. Like, I was probably hungover. Like day drinking. No, no, no. Who did? God. I was going to say the same thing. It's so fucking terrible. Uh, oh, I never said. He teach about to about that too. Wow! It's so fucking bad. <laughs> screw you, Lucas. Yeah. But thank about... you for yeah writing these in the first place. But screw you, man. <laughs> what is it? Talk about foreshadowing. Oh man! Once the special editions came out, we should have known the prequels are going to be dog shit. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there it is. That leads into my number nine. The special edition sucks. <laughs> there, uh, there, there's nothing good about the special edition Return of the Jedi. I think we talked about we obviously obviously our podcast is Han shot first. We have issues with A New Hope, but like the space battle at the end, I there you can say there's improvements there. Uh, Empire, I think we didn't really have any issues with anything. Uh, this one, all right, you just nailed it. The stupid dance number, uh, 
Darth Vader's no at the end, which is not even a special edition. That's just the DVD Blu-ray release thing. Uh, replacing the old crusty Vader with Hayden Christensen. Uh, for God's sake, getting rid of Yub Nub. There is just there's yeah, nothing yeah. good about the special edition yeah. I can think of. Yep, yep. Maybe I'm forgetting some stuff, but uh, unforgivable. <laughs> Other than the cleaning up of the stuff, it's, it's unforgivable. So that's um, what Lucas is. Yeah, in every way. You're the man, Lucas, but just don't touch it. Just let it be. Yeah. Let it be. <laughs> let it be. We should just make this episode a musical at this point. <laughs> Busy B. <laughs> Busy B. Yeah, he's not respond. The audience isn't responding to it. <laughs> you go get Busy. All right, Scott. Number you obviously don't know my Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, number number nine is uh, I think it might be the only real negative on my list here, but uh, Boba Fett goes out like a chump. So huh. Jeff, you kind of already brought this up with uh, with Han being somewhat useless. Uh, yeah, Boba Fett could set up this badass, and I, and to be fair, like people have made him more badass than actually Lucas had ever intended him to be. <laughs> yeah, sure, really, <laughs> but yeah, he, he just, looked cool. Yeah, he looked cool. <laughs> He was doing cool shit, and then it, it was almost as bad as, like, Anakin going, I'll try this, and then fucking does a barrel, and yeah, it was almost as bad with with Han swinging the thing around. It was just horrible, horrible. Boba Fett goes out like a chump. Yeah. I have to admit, when I was a kid, I thought it was funny. Because he burped at the end. See, all the stuff that I hate about these new movies, I loved as a kid. So that's why it's hard yeah. Yeah. to get mad. But no, I'm still going to get mad because I'm a crusty old man. I don't care. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I remember he burped. He, he, he. And Boba Fett to me was cool, but not that cool. Like I, as a kid, as a young kid, like, yeah, he was just, he was Boba Fett. I, I had his yeah. toy. I liked it, but he died. No big deal. It was, yeah. it was more irritated as an adult for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. My number nine, Bubba Fett goes out like a chump. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex. My number nine is Nyan Noob. Only number nine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, should we clarify that we don't know how to actually say his name? Oh. <laughs> Nian, I always Nian thought Noob. it was Nyan Nian Noob. Nian Noob. All right. So if you've been mad at us the whole time for mispronouncing us, get off our asses. We don't know how to say it. No one knows how to yeah. say it. So. Nobody does. Let's log against that star destroyer. Then we'll against that death star. Right. I'll just take a few of them with us. And Naim so shows like up in the... Uh, is he there in The Last Jedi? Force Awakens. I know he shows up in The Force Awakens. Does he show up in Last Uh-oh. Jedi? I mean, they killed off every other fucking cool character in that, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Akbar definitely shows up and dies. I don't remember about him. Yeah, me either. He should still be alive. I try not to watch that movie. Of course he Until, I mean, him and Pru- There's no wedge. There's at least got to be new and new. Mm-hmm. And Pruneface. <laughs> He's the one piloting. <laughs> so what specifically face. do you like about Nine Numb? I just like... His yeah, whole yeah, puppeteering, yeah. the mask looks, you know, it, it's what an alien should look like. All just weird and like, you look at him and go, what? Really? <laughs> he's got a, you know, as Kevin Smith says, a vagina face. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a, a cool, like, I, I actually like the, like the language 
the fake, you know, mm-hmm. Celestin language that he speaks. I can't even do a proper impression of it. But, uh, yeah, it's cool the way he speaks and everything. And and uh, Lando understands him kind of like Chewie does. So he's like Lando's Chewie. Yeah. I, I love the fact they don't explain it. Like, we saw two movies where it's Han and Chewie. You know, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Lando's flying it and he's got this, some dude here. They never say his name. He's just in the co-pilot seat. And mm-hmm. I just love that. So here's here's a deep nerd question for you guys. Do they ever explain, like, maybe in the books, why, like, for the Rebel Alliance, there were all these other races, but only in, like, super small amounts? Like, it was always just humans? Or whatever they call them. No, I don't remember that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe it's because, yeah, they were the, the only ones not taken over by the Empire yet. Or well, I mean, I get it. They were they were Rebel, because, yeah, the, they were, fight, yeah. like, the, the, yeah, the Imperials had shown up and tried to take over their planet or whatever. So it's like, the costumes cost too much. Yeah, that's, yeah, the that's reason, probably. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll accept that answer. Yeah, uh, I want to say he's a. I will say there's a nerd thing. He is a Celestian. Yeah, Celestin. Uh, yeah, and they mention Vader mentions Celest in this movie where he goes, "What about what about the news about the rebels uh, showing yeah, up at Celest? I think it's Celest. Yeah." yeah. So there's that, but other than it's that, just like I you'd think know. there would be like just like a few more Wookies, or at the very least. Don't worry, there's the prequels for that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really think it was costuming and money. Yeah, that I mean, makes sense. Were... Yeah, that makes total sense. No, well, they blew all their entire budget on a bunch of teddy bears. Yeah, I mean that's something that people remember. Like Empire and Jedi were privately funded movies. Lucas didn't make these to the studios, so he had to get a loan from the bank and do it all on himself. So money was an issue. Um, so yeah, that's probably why okay. you couldn't do it on a computer back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, on to my number eight and, uh, I have Ewoks. I have a love hate relationship with them as a kid. I thought they were cool. My first soccer team was named the Ewoks. <laughs> and it was so cool. Now I, I still, I, I enjoy it still. Like I'm not even gonna say it. I still have fun watching it. They don't bother me, but I can see why. If I was an adult watching, I'm not. There's no denying it. If I was five years older when this movie came out, or maybe a little older, than that, I would not have liked this at all. But I was at the perfect age. I love it, but I can see why people don't. Um, I watched the Ewok movie, the shit out of the Ewok movies on TV that came out, <laughs> which we've talked uh, about before. Yes, I, I love them as a kid. So. But as an adult, yes, it's cheese. I tried to rewatch those movies on TV, and they're awful, un- unwatchable. It's on there with the holiday special. Um, but yeah, watch, watch uh, Wicket and uh, Low Gray and all those guys, and the the way that they were able to uh, trip up the ATSTs and ride the speeder bikes, all that. I really enjoyed as a kid. It was the... <laughs> yeah, there you go. The robot chicken one where they, they shoot the Ewok. <laughs> it's just like the cutest slash saddest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> you know, so that one where the, yeah, the one Ewok dies and his partner goes over and like mourns him. Yeah. But as a kid, I don't know if you remember, like the very next scene, so he mourns him, but the very next cut are t- two Ewoks running away and they're two totally different Ewoks as I watched it as an adult but as a kid 
I was like, oh, those are the two, the same two ox. They're fine. And they ran away. So like, I never really got sad other than the very first time I saw it. Because, like, in my mind, they escaped right after that. So that's the way my child brain worked with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Barry. <laughs> those, those sad feelings, Jeff. <laughs> I know. I'll let him out now. <laughs> and then we must discuss the fact that uh, the Ewoks were about to eat. Han and Luke. So yeah, I, no, they're I wanna, cannibals. I want to. Well, they would be cannibals. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> they're, they have no qualms about eating sentient life. There, there you go. So they're they're kind of savages, and it, it would have been interesting to see them eat something. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there it is. And they, I don't know what they they dressed up Leia, but I don't know what their plans were with her. I mean, that's kind of weird. Let's <laughs> not but, think uh, about it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, Scott, number eight. Number eight, uh, speaking of Leia, uh, but actually before that, uh, since you brought up soccer teams as a kid, uh, I think my first soccer team was one of three things. I don't remember which one it was. And these were names of teams that I was on at some point. It was either Lethal Weapon, Slimers, or Top Gun. Top Guns. I'm not sure if it was Top Gun or Top Guns. uh, What? Were you in the Slimers with my brother? Very possibly. I'm almost positive he was on a soccer team. So over over at uh, not Chapman and not. Anyway, I don't I don't remember where the game. But like the roller rinks were. Yeah, that's Chapman and not definitely. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, no, it or, very well. Or it's more than possible there was. Yes, one very well could have been. <laughs> probably, it probably was. <laughs> it probably was. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, back to Leia. Uh, <laughs> without. Without sounding like too much of a pervert here, let's just talk about how iconic the the gold bikini is. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, this was a uh, <laughs> this was the defining uh, uh, I don't know nerd <laughs> uh, costuming for well not just now not just then but still probably uh, so yeah it's it's worth mentioning. Uh, of all the costumes other than Vader's, <laughs> this is probably the the most remembered and uh, redone. Uh, you know, at least people making costumes and shit. Maybe stormtroopers, I guess, but that's less of a, like a singular thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the gold bikini. It's that it's, di- worth, it's worth mentioning. Down for a bit too, but uh, it'll probably be like a, a fad. It'll come back yeah. in a couple of years. Well, I heard not all this is true. Disney's kind of like they're no longer gonna sell. Laying the golden bikini toys and stuff like that. They're trying to move away. Yeah, I, 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 not, I can kind of see it. It is, it is a little gratuitous. <laughs> not that I'm complaining. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Sure, um, but it, it happened. And you, uh, whatever. Yeah. All right, gold it's bikini, not, eight. It's history. Bush bump. Yeah. I agree. Gold bikini, very hot. Princess Leia. Alex, number eight. My number eight is, <laughs> and I always, it's supposed to be a very serious scene, but I always crack up because the, the emperor just over enunciating his words. <laughs> oh no, I'm afraid it is you who are mistaken about a great many things. <laughs> so good. I have more to say about the emperor. <laughs> oh man, that just fucking uh, gets me every time. Yeah. Emperor's good. I have more to say about him later too. But <laughs> all right, his, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys then. His overenunciation is really good. <laughs> Your journey towards the dark side will be complete. 
something, something dark side. Something, something. Can't <laughs> <laughs> the right. robot chicken in. So many fucking getting <laughs> the Star Wars yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one's my favorite, but I was just thinking just now the one where he's on the escalator in the middle of Death Star. <laughs> Chupa. Yeah, Chupa. Yeah. Chupa. It's going to sound forever. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, I know number sevens. And my number sevens, it's been mentioned before, but Yub Nub. Oh. And I will say, as much as I said I don't like Special Edition, that new ending, I don't hate it. I just hate it, the fact that it replaced Yub Nub. So, yep. like, if I never heard Yub Nub, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. And the celebration is more galactic, which makes sense because it's on the galactic level. And you can see all the other cities celebrating who all have been uh, oppressed by the Empire. Sure, that does make sense. But you gave us Dancing Ewoks and Yub Nub before that. And you can't take that away from me. God damn it. So, therefore, mm-hmm. Yub Nub. And I'm going to say it right now. Stay to the end of this podcast. That will be played at the ending. All right. There's our outro. <laughs> Or Scott, you are because you said you're editing. God damn it! So I just gave you work. Just gave me more work. (laughs) Yep, nope. Just play throughout the whole. (laughs) Just, just the one line though. (laughs) Jump, 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 jump. They're playing. They're using stormtrooper helmets or heads as drums. They sound amazing, like steel drums. I was gonna say you gotta edit Commando with Ewoks playing the steel drums in Commando. <laughs> done and done. Alright, that's my number seven. Scott. Okay. Uh number seven is the uh the space battle. Just the, the overall mm-hmm. uh, fight that's going on, you know, the, the there's there's three things going on really. Uh three Intensified forward firepower. Yeah, but you actually have, right. you know, in the first movie, the the assault on the Death Star is awesome, but it's yep. just a bunch of X wings versus the entire fleet. Um, this is like uh, some Y wings. Okay, mm-hmm. a couple Y wings, but this is uh, <laughs> full on. This is all the, the the rebels have, and they're going full on against the uh, the Death Star and everything out there. And this just turns into this massive space battle. Um, it's cool as a kid. It's cool now. Uh, you get yeah. you get Admiral Akbar, uh, uh You get the the Lando line about how uh, might just take a few of them with us. Uh, just the the all the chaos going on. Uh, it's it's uh, the the coolest space battle until I don't know Rogue One. Yeah, and I think it's still better, mm-hmm. but it they're both really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I like the idea of like again the massive space battle. Yeah, but show Scott, off all the stuff. What? How, how could how could they be jamming us if they don't know we're coming? All craft pull up. Under <laughs> <laughs> top. How do I have a shield down? You got to give him more time. Got to give him more time. Let me ask you guys this. And I always thought about this as I've been watching it now. So as that battle's happening, Luke, Emperor, and Vader are on the Death Star, and Luke's looking out. And you can see the battle happening, like, way out in a distance. And it's just blinking lights and everything. Yeah. It's Nowadays, awesome. that would be just CGI gore fest. Yeah. Well, what would you maybe. think? I mean, in the hands of the right director, I think it would would have been similar. There would still You'd still see a little bit more. 
Yeah. yeah. I think, and I don't know if this is me being crusty again. I just like the blinking lights, or would yeah. it be no, I, subtly? I think yeah. I. So this ties into to my next thing, but um, yeah, I like how isolated that part of the that act of the, that whatever of the story that arc of the story is, where it's just Luke and Vader and the Emperor, mm-hmm. where everything else is so busy, and they're so far removed from everything else that's going on. That helps drive the the point home that. Yeah, it's just blinking lights off in the distance. Yeah. Although it does seem like they're really far, so that when the shield comes down, they, they're they in there right away. <laughs> and they're just blinking dots, but I guess they travel fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I always like that, just Luke looking on scene, blinking lights. It's obviously, once again, costuming budget, <laughs> special effects budget. We're going to have some blinking lights back there, but mm-hmm. um, nice. And the fact that it's limited to just that spot, <laughs> look, you know, it's, it's just... It's a globe. They're pointing that one direction. <laughs> That's where the fight is off of that one special area. But whatever. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Well, the Emperor can steer the ship from, you know, the Death Star from that chair, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> He's got the force. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex. I think. Uh, number seven. Yeah. Salacious Crumb. I just like I learned that I could do the voice, and I just loved them ever since. <laughs> and then R two like zapped him up when I was a kid. That was the best thing ever. Like he, oh, the best thing ever. That he was clawing three three eye out, and then R two had to save him. And but also in my personal life, I think it was you, Jeff, that got um, my son Luca when he was a baby, <laughs> like a little salacious yeah. clum plush. Like he's like he's not really a plush. He's got he's like a little bean bag and stuff. So he's got some weight to him, and he loved that thing for <laughs> so long. We still have it. He still nice. brings it out every once in a while. He's like, "Oh, salacious crumb." <laughs> oh, of course, my son know who he is. Yeah. So yeah, he's a part of my life forever. <laughs> I like the way you think you can do it good. I don't think you can, but it just it makes us laugh all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do. I, now I just hear your voice, but I'm wondering like how good it is compared to the real. Yeah, all I hear is yeah. I just hear Alex going ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll do a sound by sound comparison. We should. Yeah. All right, more work for you, Scott. Put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, on to my number six, and I just have uh, I have it's Jabba the Hut himself slash his palace. Um. I think next to the uh, Cantina scene of Mos Eisley, this is the next best place where you just have a variety of alien species. There, are, some of them are outrageous. Like I forgot his name, but Blue Elephant guy. Like, come on, Max Rebo. Nice, no- nice noodles. No, it's I think it's Max Rebo, like he said. Or, woo! I knew something. Oh yeah. Or, uh, or yeah, Droopy McCool. I forgot. He's <laughs> one of those McCool. guys. Uh, yeah, I think that is Droopy McCool. I do, I do like the fat human guy that cries yeah. when the ranker dies. Yeah, oh, that's Malakali, dude. <laughs> yeah. Same Malakali, something like that. Malakali, Malakali. <laughs> but just yeah, the Jabba himself. I think that's a pup, like a feet and puppeteering is awesome. I think there's like eighteen people controlling him. Little little dude in his tail that Princess Leia stepped on, and there's <laughs> oh <laughs> little. Person, arms, body, tongue, eyes. He's disgusting. His tongue coming out and licking his lips. Like, ah. 
Eat Pizza that, baby, you're delicious. <laughs> eating that little frog thing, getting all fucking hot and bothered when he kills uh the the the, the other chick. The slave I forgot her name now. Yeah. Um yeah. But then so it's Jabba himself and then his See, this is why do they add subtitles? This is where also Jedi goes bad. No I don't think there's ever been subtitles. I'm probably wrong about this. What is there subtitles in the first two movies? Oh, the 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 spy with the elephant trunk in A New Hope. Well, he, he they actually put subtitles there. I think so. Okay, because I don't know they don't. You oh, and even... Greedo, Greedo had subtitles. Oh, okay, oh, that's definitely true. Uta, uta right. solo. Because as I watch it now, like maybe it's because I've seen it so much that I know yeah. obviously what's happening. Tanto, like, yeah. <laughs> like Jabba, you really tanto, didn't. Tanto. You didn't need subtitles anyway. But it was still cool the way he talks to at first um, Boosh and then later Luke. Oh, those fucking names. <laughs> Boosh. Boosh bump. What's the, what's the name of the the Twi'lek? I know that's I forgot her name. No, Ayla no, the Sakura. No, not no. not the dancer. No. The like the <laughs> she's from Star Wars, like Clone Wars. Okay, Ayla Sakura. Oh, she's a ti- she's a Twilight though. At least I got that right. Yeah, the the, the Twilight that's his uh, like right hand. No, no, no. The dude. oh no, but Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Yeah, okay, Bib Fortuna. Yeah, yeah. That's a Twilight, um, right? Or is that different? No, no he's a Twilight. Okay. He's Twilight. Yeah, it's <laughs> ugly fucking nerds. Um. <laughs> anyway, everything about Jabba's Palace. Hey, Jabba and, and I will say, if I really constantly like, don't look at the story and just look in the side, you'll find new characters every single day. Like, what the fuck is that weird tongue hanging from the ceiling? Oh, there's a tauntaun. Oh, yeah. There's a tauntaun head guy. on the side, and then there's all these weird things. So, mm-hmm. Jabba yeah. and his palace. It's my number six, Scott. All right, my number six. Uh is Luke turning himself in. So that that whole sequence begins, um, and every time they go back to it, uh, as we mentioned, uh, it just, he meets up with, with Vader, and the whole thing is like, this oddly like peaceful, uh, uh, like conflict going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, like a peaceful conflict, um, where the tension's there, even though, you know, it's just James Earl Jones doing voiceover, but, uh, uh, yeah, the two of them, like, just quietly and calmly go. At first, there's a few, uh, Imperial troops that kind of disarm Luke, uh, but that's about it. And then they go and they just talk, and then the Emperor's there and they talk. Um, you know, eventually it gets to the, to the, to the fight at the end, but just the fact these are, like, the three most powerful people in the galaxy, and they're just kind of, removed from the, the regular violence that's going on beneath them. It's, it's really cool. Um, mm. And then we find out later, like, that Luke is, uh, um, his costume is white on the inside, which is red. But anyway, uh, Luke turns himself in. Yeah. Nice. I do yeah. like that. And you, you, sh- you, when he turns himself in, he talks about how there's good in him, and, and Vader doesn't act like there's good in him when he gets turned over. He's right. like, thanks, go find his friends, bring him over, and tur- ignites that lightsaber. Like, fuck, he's going to kill Luke right now. So, but then yeah, He was even worried about it. Yeah. I always, though, when they do take Luke away, 
and Vader does have that moment. Like, I wonder if that's kind of a tell. I don't know if they should have had that or not, but mm. it's still good. All right, Alex, number six. Number six, you guys touched upon this a little bit, but the dead Ewoks. <laughs> that was Scott damn heartbreaking. It still is. I mean, I generally, like Jeff, I don't like the Ewoks. And, I mean, yeah, they're they're in there, so it's fine now. I said I do like I have to live with them. Oh, well, eh. I'm kind of mad on them. <laughs> but, yeah, it... The the whole battle and everything hit home in that moment where the laser blast explodes when Ewoks are like, oh, they just shake it off and then the other one doesn't get up. It's like, oh, shit. He's dead. Yeah. It's yeah, the whole was... thing when Low Gray died. <laughs> yeah. Heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Yeah. That's my number six. <laughs> All right. Um, my number five, back to the forest moon of Indoor, and be the speeder bike chase. Um, I still to this day love it. It's, it's once again, this is what Star Wars does best, is great visuals and then the sound. Ben Burke gets in there and adds that sound, and it's just, as with everything. like Seriously, I think when you go in Star Wars, you have like Williams, I mean, you have Lucas, John Williams, and Ben Burke. Those three made Star Wars. Yeah. I'm sure there's some visual people behind this, visual effects people that I'm not giving credit to. But like the lightsaber sound, the laser blast sound, and the speeder bike sound. Oh, it's just so good. And then with the echoing through the forest too, with the, you know, the extra add yeah, to the that's a great sound to the laser blast. And even later on when Luke lights his lightsaber in the forest, like oh, it's so cool. But that speeder chase and then just showing Leia being a badass doesn't give a fuck just jumps on that thing as quick as possible <laughs> no wait Leia <laughs> yeah Han Luke has to jump on at the last second they ditch on um, go wreck some fools and just uh, it's so cool I, I just love everything about it um, the behind the scenes and how they filmed it like I love the old I mean I love computers obviously it's my it's my profession but it ruined it's not fun to watch behind the scenes documentaries anymore <laughs> when it's everything. Oh, we did it in a computer. <laughs> yeah, I think it was kind of downhill after seeing the documentary for the Abyss. It's a pretty good one. I think it's Jurassic Park. I think Jurassic Park's the last good documentary where they talk about how, yeah, the guy has this model shop all set up, and then he literally goes, and then it's like all of a sudden one day, bonk, <laughs> I'm done. I'm extinct. Uh, don't, don't you mean extinct? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, speeder bike chase, awesome. And if you remember the toy back in the day, they actually had a toy speeder bike, and you hit push the button, and it would blow up. <laughs> Little pieces would fall off of it, yeah. Yeah, pieces would fall off, and you'd lose it, and you'd never put it back <laughs> together again. That's a horrible concept for a toy. Well, brilliant, because then the kids yeah, are totally going to want it. Another one. But as a yeah. toy and itself. You need to buy a new yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And you get a new one. Um, so there you go. That's my number, of whatever. Scott. Um, Five, I think. My whatever. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it is the uh, the third and final f- time that you see Vader fight. Uh, so the first, uh, you get Obi Wan. On the second one, uh, he beats Luke's ass. Uh, he hands him his ass. <laughs> one might say. Um, and this one, um, the. The build-up and the tension to to that final fight is 
um, what makes it is almost better than the actual fight itself. Um, but yeah, just the way that it ends where uh, Luke just basically overpowers him. It's not that he's necessarily the better, uh, I don't know, duelist, whatever you want to call it. Just that Vader's old, broken down. <laughs> Luke just overpowers him. He's too powerful in the Force. Um, and he winds up chopping off his hand just as he had his hand chopped off. Um, it was a great, uh, 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 poetic, uh, <laughs> losing of a hand, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. and then, and then at the end, Luke, well, Luke won't kill him. A robot hand. Yeah, it was a robot hand, still. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke won't finish him off afterwards. You know, he still at the very end believes that, uh, that Vader has good in him. Um, and, uh, I have more to say about what follows that and a couple other things but yeah just just the that final fight and the build up to it uh where at first vader kind of seems like his upper hand just like in the other fight um but luke turns the tables very good i will have more about to say something about this later english motherfucker <laughs> do i speak it scott alex number five fuck <laughs> number five is the green lightsaber just mesmerized me since for oh, years yeah. it, it was only like a, a blue white lightsaber and a red lightsaber and that's all it was that it comes out with a green one it's like holy shit but not only that what it entails in that scene that Scott was talking about where he tur- Luke turns himself in with Vader and it's like oh he's made his own lightsaber he's completed his training that's what and what's more telling to Luke's character is that he made his lightsaber in the image of his master which is Ben Kenobi's it's closer to Ben Kenobi's than it is to Anakin's lightsaber, so, or could it just because Yoda's green? Yeah, yeah. You get the kyber crystals up in uh, Dagobah are all green. So, yeah. wait, are you saying he fit that the handle, the hilt? Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Like yesterday, I was I was at Disneyland and I was standing in line to meet Chewbacca, and there's a little they have <laughs> yeah three, they do. The three lightsabers. It's Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Luke. And that was the first time I've ever looked at it. And I'm like, what the hell? Luke's and Obi-Wan's look so similar. I never realized that before. And I never even put two and two together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Play the shrimp. You know, they just reuse the same prop. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I'm so weak. <laughs> Very good. But I forget that's the first time you see a green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, that's, we've got a, a whole bunch of colors now. And he first ignites it on the cell barge, right? So yeah, yeah. that was insanity. He's like, "Holy shit, it's green!" <laughs> that's I, I never thought about that. Except, right. except on um, the on the public at the poster on IMDb, and it's blue. <laughs> is it or yeah. white, blue, white? No, yeah, yeah, no spoilers. There you go. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, uh, we're on to my number four. Yes. Is that where we are here? All yeah. right. Uh, mine, I think with Scott already talked about this, but the indoor Death Star space battle. Um, it's by far my favorite space battle. Rogue One, since it's come out, and is it's pretty close, but I still give this the edge. What um, about the last Starfighter when he fires off the, the Death Blossom? Death Blossom. That's pretty rad. Well, I'll stick to Star Wars movies because obviously <laughs> a Starfighter is probably better. But in this universe, yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's just cool. It's it's, it's new character. I mean, I guess uh, Wedge isn't new, but just it, also it's Wedge coming into his own. You know, he doesn't need Luke. He's like, uh, he's not riding his coattails. You got Lando. He doesn't, he doesn't and, fucking bail this time either. <laughs> yeah. With the whole fight, their strategy, which we've, you mentioned about uh, staying closer to the Death Stars and just giving, giving, got to give Han more time. Um, got to give him more time. And then I still get chills when they're flying out of the Death Star after they've. Yeah, I got more to say about they've, that. <laughs> hit, yeah, okay. Hit the regulator and then just the flames yeah, coming yeah. in and then the. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Boy, that... <laughs> that was too close. Oh, nay. Oh, R.A.P. Radar Dish. Whatever that thing is. Um, yeah, they got that weird square one now over to, with the fucking, with the new movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the whole thing. And, the, and just also, you flash forward or flash to the other side, you get the point of view of Admiral Piet and A different point of view? <laughs> uh, hold here. By special words for the Empire himself. <laughs> well, we need to keep him from escaping. I don't know. All I gotta do is shoot one of those little balls and you can take down an entire Super Star Destroyer. I'm not sure how that all works. Yeah, it seems... Whatever. <laughs> the, clearly, the, the Empire's got horrible designers for their ships. Yeah, maybe Jin Erso had a plan in those balls, too. Yeah. Well, they were all designed by disgruntled employees. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Galen can't Erso, help. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then Akbar, which you guys have already talked about. So everything about the, it's just it's, I think the biggest fact was all new characters. We weren't relying on Luke doing the same thing. Luke was off doing his own thing, and Han and Leia were down there. It's just all oh, if you think about it, Lando. But you, you never saw him in a battle before, so yeah, yeah, really dig it. Well, I heard about that little maneuver he pulled in the battle of Deneb. <laughs> it's all true. All right, I doubt any of you guys are going to have us on your list, but I got to pull it up. When Han gives him the ship, don't worry, she won't get a scratch. And he walks <laughs> off to the worst painting in the history of backdrop paintings. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't remember that. So good. He promised that, not a scratch, right? Yeah. Like, Would the whole you time get good already? Yeah. The whole time we're talking, there's like this background painting of the Millennium Falcon, and then he walks toward it, and then it just looks so bad. Because I think he gets into a shadow, and once he hits a certain light, it just looks like he's walking toward a painting at some point. <laughs> You old pirate. All right, Scott, number four. All right, number four is the <laughs> the flight through the core and the escape uh, mm-hmm. that you were just talking about, Jeff. Uh, so it still doesn't top the the trench run. No, this is this is a close second as far as the the climax of the what's going on, at least with the battle outside the Death Star. Um, yeah, the, it was really cool idea that you know rather than to fire something through this tube, they actually have to fly inside. Um, the whole time they're being chased, and then once they get in there, yeah, there's the the reactor, and it looks awesome. And they blow it up, and then they have to get out fast enough. And the the, the tie fighters following, yeah, them. and uh, doesn't quite make it. And then like, how many? So like, Wedge makes it out. Uh, Lando makes it out. Do any of the other rebel ships make it out? I, I think only a only, couple go in. Yeah, not, it's yeah. not like that many go in, but I think a couple of them get like blown up on the way in or out or whatever. But yeah, the tie fighter gets yeah. caught up in the flames. That was fucking cool. Um, that was awesome. And yeah, just the way that they shoot out of the the flames at the very end to to safety, um, and, then, and then yeah, the the celebratory, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you notice how w- the Tie Fighter that was following 
the Millennium Falcon out, didn't shoot at it once it was just trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can... He was on their side at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. out of here. Holy shit, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah screw this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was cool, yeah, just like the shot it. was like, when it, when he flies out, it's like a cool angle too. It was like, uh, it flies like toward the top of the screen, like at an angle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you see the the flames, and the next shot, like the flames burst out first, and you're like, oh, for that split second, and then the falcon comes right out after that. Oh, so cool! It is. It's awesome. And then yeah, and his yeah, yeah. and just like what you think about back to the first one, it's Hans, woohoo, yeah. Yahoo, yeah, just what you know, go all back to Lucas Love and those old westerns and shit yeah. like that. So so good. That's my number four. All right, nice. Uh, uh, as I mentioned before, number four is Yoda death. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of depressing mm. stuff on my list. <laughs> but yeah, it was very iconic to be as nothing more fun to teach you. Cemented uh, return of, of the Jedi in my mind forever. That death with Yoda. Not only that, but because he was laughing at Luke right to the very end. <laughs> oh, Jedi, are you? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. You're just kind of just, you're just kind of a dick. Just gonna toss yeah, it out there. The emperor, you get to a certain force level, and it's like a requirement. I guess, I guess you're 700 years yeah. old. You can't really help it at that point. Yeah, <laughs> you really don't give a fuck, Jeebus. <laughs> when people turn like 50, they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're just been a dick for like yeah, 650 years. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. But he is still yeah. the bitch who just lost the fight at the Emperor and just bailed. Yeah, I'll wait for the baby to get uh, 18. Well, no, you didn't true. know that before. Ugh. But then Luke does it and he goes, oh, no, you're not a Jedi, you bitch. You got to go do it again. Like, fuck, you didn't do it again, Yoda, you piece of shit. <laughs> Last I have. Run away, I will. <laughs> I was it just that. encouraging is, him yeah. to do better. Yeah. See, like a good master would. Mm. I like, what an asshole. He's like, is Vader my father? I must die before I answer this question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rest. Yes. Rest. I need. No. Oh, Fuck you, Yoda. Tell me. And then and then he knows, like, afterwards that Yoda can inspir- like, appear to him in spirit form. <laughs> Luke should have been like, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you can still talk to me, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're ready to turn his ghost form, I'll be here waiting for yeah. you. Ben talks to me all the time, you dick. <laughs> Don't pretend like you can't talk to me anymore. Can't get him to shut up. <laughs> That's funny. I never thought about that. Uh, but yeah, still sad. She's mourning the, mourning the death of a puppet. It's so good. Just uh, goes to uh, Frank Oz's talent. And the sculptors that made the uh, the Yoda puppet, it's incredible. Yeah, there um, it is. Stuart Freeborn, I believe, is the, mm-hmm. the Yoda guy. Or well, I think, what's his face designed, uh, created the character. Um, the guy did everything. Oh, oh. damn it! The, Mc, uh, McCallery, uh, Mc, Mc, McCleary, McCleary, McCreary, McCreary. Yeah, McQuarrie. I think he created the character, but then Freeborn Ralph, made a puppet. I Rafe, Rafe McQuarrie. Uh, uh, McCready, I think after the movie, he went to the uh, North Pole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what do you think? In that scene where Obi-Wan then shows up and, spirit, and, he, and, he, and then his spirit sits on a log. Isn't that weird? Why would your spirit need to sit down? That's weird. Yeah. Mm. Just muscle memory. 
Maybe that, yeah, maybe that's your thing because I'm loath to bring it up, but in uh, the Last Jedi, he's also sitting on the lug. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. How about? Uh, do you think? So in Empire Strikes Back, when Luke leaves early, and Yoda says, "No, there is another." When Yoda says, "This is the last hope." Do you think they knew it was going to be Leia, or do you oh, think fuck they? No. Yeah, I agree. No way. Yeah. <laughs> there is another. Yeah, I think they should have left that open, and you could have made it more. Because I think if you on. had it plotted out all the way, you never had them have like sexual tension, <laughs> sexual relations, <laughs> feeling. Um. All right, uh, we're on to my number three, I believe. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right, I have the Emperor. Uh, his intro is badass. Um, oh, this is not on my list, but I'm adding it. The very <laughs> beginning, this because it leads up to the Emperor. So the very first uh, scene in the movie, I forget what comes first: the droids on Tatooine or this. I think it's this. Is when Vader shuttle arrives on the uh, Death Star, and the mm-hmm. you know they greet him, and Emperor's telling him, or Vader's telling the. Uh, Grand Moff Jajaret that the Emperor's coming he's he's coming and he's displeased <laughs> and the Emperor's tells me at work every once in a while I need more men <laughs> yeah there you go the Emperor's <laughs> displeased maybe you could tell him when he arrives the Emperor's coming here <laughs> yes <laughs> and he is so- most displeased with your apparent lack of progress we should double our efforts I hope so. He's not as forgiving as I am. Holy fuck! That's all I needed to say, because Empire Strikes Back, Vader didn't forgive shit. <laughs> he killed everybody for, like, sneezing. Like, and this guy is not mm-hmm. as forgiving as you. I think that's a badass way to set up a character. And then he arrives, and he's just all... You barely see him through the thing. I just think his setup is awesome. And then, just later on with him, with everything Alex said earlier, with the way he speaks, and... Oh no! Oh no! He's so uh, self-confident. Yeah, he's just—I really enjoy him. Um, so everything about him, I will talk about him more and what he does with Luke and Vader later. But yeah, same. Emperor, yeah. badass. Uh, all right, Scott, number three. Number three. Uh, <laughs> so originally, uh, this was going to be my only thing uh, involving Tatooine, uh, but then we expanded the list a little bit, but. Uh, uh, Luke shows up as a Jedi. So, just kind of whiny teenager in the first movie. Kind of the audience surrogate. In the second movie, he gets the training. Um, becomes a lot more competent, but still fucks everything up. Uh, <laughs> Tell him I'm ready. Ben! Yeah. And then the third one, he's like, all of a sudden, he's like calm and, and prepossessing. And uh, he's this air of confidence about him. Like, like, oh shit, he actually is a Jedi now. Like... He's a force choking moblin. Yeah, uh, Scott, you're having delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi Knight, <laughs> Han Solo, who <laughs> could Jedi Knight? Yeah, right, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just it was fucking rad to see him show up. At, like this is what we've been leading to for the for two two movies now. Uh, you know, after seeing the prequels, it's like this is still better path to become a Jedi but uh, <laughs> uh yeah just he actually shows up and he's like using the mind tricks and he, he mm-hmm. he's moving around like like Obi-Wan did uh just very calm force, force choking some Gamorrean guards yeah no moblins right. moblins yes 
it's it's just cool. I'd see the, yeah. the the character arc become almost fully to an end there. Yeah. You bring Captain Solo and the Wookiee to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yota! All right, uh, Alex, number three. I know three. Oh, we've already talked about this a lot. Space, the space battle. It's amazing. Everything we've said. Although I will add that I think the guy that fl- uh, flew into the Super Star Destroyer and the A-Wing kind of looked like David Bowie. Am I wrong? Uh, I'd have to watch it. Uh, to me, he does. <laughs> I just know he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> to me, he looked like David Bowie to me. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody think it looked like they were supposed to say yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure those Imperial officers survived because they jumped right before they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the ship goes right through the fucking bridge. It's like, it's like a falling elevator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you jump up at the last second, you'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Very cool. All right, uh, on to my number two. And so my number one and two, I would say my number two would have been my number one as a kid, but as an older, it's it falls down one spot. But uh, Luke, the, sail, the whole entire sail barge scene. So Luke being put on the diving board, jump out of the Sarlacc, him signaling R2, flipping around, catching the lightsaber in the air, just so cool. fucking shit and up. And it was green! And it was green! And it's one of the few times in any of the Star Wars movies where this is why I think the books got right. Like in the movies, it's all lightsaber versus lightsaber, but in this movie, there's a couple times where Luke just uses it against regular people, and it's badass. Yeah, right? <laughs> and he's just wrecking fools on the Jabba's palace. And then later on, well, he, he didn't—he his... didn't learn the Queensberry rules for <laughs> lightsaber dueling. He, he, take, yeah. and he takes the laser blast off the the robot hand too. Yeah, well, that guy's the worst yeah. shot in history. He's a foot away from him, and he shoots him in the hand. I don't know how that's possible. And why his hand was above his head to begin with. But um, anyway, him just, you know, clearing out his little sail, a uh, little, I don't know, was, what you call it. I forgot, skiff. And then, you know, uh, freeing Han and Chewie. And then the meanwhile, then jumping over to the next one, and then jumping to the main sail barge and getting in there. And then, and then Leia doesn't even need saving. She goes in there and fucking kills Jabba herself. Looking mm-hmm. pretty good doing it, as Scott mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, uh, you already mentioned R2 saving C-3PO from Salacious Crumb. Uh, just the entire the whole thing. And Han and the Han saving Lando the whole time is pretty cool, which I don't... Chewie must have told him, because the last thing Han knew about Lando was that he betrayed him. So I don't know why he's spending so much time trying to save him, but... I'll give the benefit of the doubt while they were in the dungeon cell. Chewie explained everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's better than Jabba. Tell him that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole, the whole, and this looks good. And that's another thing. That little stupid beak that comes out of Sarlacc. That's so stupid. Why do you have to add that beak? Yeah. Just. Yeah, but... it's a Sarlacc pit that'll di- it digest people over a thousand years. For Pete's sake, it doesn't need a beak. Yeah, you described it perfectly. Yeah, it's, I but I just love it with Luke. Would use his lightsaber more than just lightsaber battles. Like in the book, there's lots of stuff with him doing it, and I was just I loved it. Um, so, all right, so sail barge is my number two, Scott. Uh, number two is the Emperor's reveal. 
uh, revealing the, the evil plot. Um, then this goes back to him enunciating the. He's just the perfect shit heel. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid the shield generator will be quite operational when your friends arrive. It's so good. Is he Irish? Or me? Or me? Death Star will still be working. Well, I was in, in my in my head. I always picture him like laughing after that. So, <laughs> yeah. so so he says, by the time your friends arrive. Oh, in my head, I don't, I don't know why. But anyway, he, he's so good. He's such a he is, fucking yeah. shit heel, like so hateable, uh, and just the, yeah, the clip tone and everything. But yeah, the, the whole thing about how it's all been a trap, uh, which has already been established, sort of, but not exactly why it was a trap. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Emperor's review. It was I who allowed the alliance to know the location of the shield <laughs> generator. There, then, <laughs> it's quite safe from your pitiful little. Band of rebellions. No. An entire legion of elite troops awaited. <laughs> legion. <laughs> so awesome. No. <laughs> no. Good. Oh, no. Uh, when Star Wars and character is a soundboard of his stuff, it kills me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm Good. afraid. The shield will be quite operational when your friends arrive. You want this, <laughs> don't you? It's you say, strike me down with all of your high chair and your journey to the dark side will be complete. You sound like, what's his face from ID4? Oh my gosh, I gotta call my mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, I'm doing Emperor's Wish in the cold. It's not <laughs> Robert Loja? <laughs> not no. Robert Loja. Get him out of there. Maybe also Robert Loja. Oh my gosh, my mother, she lives in Philadelphia. Yeah, the guy who worked with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay, okay. Harvey yeah, White. Har- Firestone, Firestone yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, David, why did I send my mother to Atlanta? <laughs> David. <laughs> David, uh, the yes. shield quite operational when your friends arrive. Uh, yes, oh, man. Imp- <laughs> Emperor is a shit heel. Good job, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Vince McMahon, number two. <laughs> Vince McMahon, yeah. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> you are fired. All I can think about is the fucking mashup. <laughs> yeah, that, with the, well, we did Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still laugh about anyway, that. Anyway, so who's next? <laughs> That's you. Alex, number two. Uh, okay. Uh, my number two is the fight with Vader. It's fantastic. It's so like emotional, so character driven. There's no, there's a little bit of the you know the flippy acrobatics that we see way too much of in the prequels, but it's mostly just two guys just hashing out their differences and all the baggage that they're unpacking through. By trying to kill each other. It's great. And yeah, Luke is like, yeah, I won't fight you, this and that, until Vader brings up his sister. And that's when shit gets real. And then Vader, yeah, he's pretty much just on the defense from then on. Oh, sister. Alright, so does Luke go to the dark side briefly there or no? Because he, he uses so. hate right there. He definitely is using something bad. Yeah, the Emperor senses it too. Like, he dips his toe in there. Yeah. I think... Like, that's... 
Go ahead, sir. That that's the point where the emperor is like, oh yeah, the, my plan is coming to fruition. This is going exactly as I predicted. This this is gonna work. This is going to work. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, I always felt as a kid like, yeah, he definitely everything he told us about the dark, uh, the spores. Luke did didn't do the right thing there as far as if he wanted to stay pure because he went after him and he was doing it for revenge and everything wrong. But I think he would have, but when he saw his hand and he, he knew from his father's mistakes, this is when he threw his lightsaber down is when he kind of came back. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's awesome. Yes. All right. Well, my number one is Luke V Vader slash Vader redeemed. Uh, everything we've already talked about Luke fighting, not fighting. Um, and then the vi the visuals and the music when he does go after him and it's like going from the right side of the screen oh, to the left so side great. of the screen and they're just it's dark and all you just see is these two colorful green bright green and bright red lightsabers slashing and the music the oh a little chorus going on or whatever is going and then when yeah. Luke just finally slashes his lightsaber twelve times <laughs> to the side before he cuts his arm off and points them. <laughs> Good or whatever he said. I don't know what he yeah. says at that point, but uh, him looking at his hand, Vader's missing hand, his hand, realizing what's wrong, that he's he's very close, dropping the lightsaber, like I'm done. And then back to Scott's point, Emperor is like, "So be it, Jedi. Now you're gonna fucking die, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> because good so is dumb. <laughs> yeah, shocking him. <laughs> And then Vader saving his son, throwing him over the edge. All of it is 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 really, 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 really good. Um, I think we've. I don't know if we have rated like lightsaber duels in the past. This is not the best as far as just. just it's the most emotional, I think, but it's not. I don't know. That's why I put like emotion is so high on this one. Yeah, it's where, story driven. Yeah, whereas. Like Empire, maybe a little more stuff going on, and then obviously you have the prequel stuff with flips and everything. But the emotion of this one is definitely the best, and mm -hmm. just like that throne room, that set. I don't, I don't even mention that that set of the throne room is. I always said if I ever became like this <laughs> CEO of a major company, I would have my office turned into the <laughs> Imperial throne room. Good. Whenever I have someone come to my office, I'd be facing. Some, and I'd have like some projection screen of just space behind me. Yeah, just me. blinking lights. <laughs> yeah, in the window. Around. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Scott, number one. Um, number one is the the fader redemption, the the murder suicide. Um, uh, so yeah, Luke has made his choice. Um, you know, he spurned the dark side. And the emperors have none of that shit. Um, but the emperor's, you know, mistaken is that that uh, there's no turning back from the dark side, um, let alone turning away from it. And the, it's it's really and it, in a way it's almost hard to take seriously. But the the way that the camera like pans on Vader when Vader looks at Luke, looks at the emperor, looks at Luke, looks at the emperor, because yeah. <laughs> there's no you can't see his face. You just see him like turn his head. Um, the whole time Luke's calling out for him and then, uh, Vader finally decides that, uh, he'd rather save his son than, than let the Emperor triumph. Um, and yeah, he picks him up and all the lightning and it looks fucking cool and then he tosses him down the chute 
And the Emperor's like still shooting lightning the whole way down. And uh, why that shoots there, no one knows. But. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a, it's a cool. Galaxy Quest, like the, <laughs> the yeah. engine room thing. Um, but yeah, it basically like saps all the strength, and and Luke, you know, drags him to the. Hanger. Yeah, but what's the name of those? What are the ships called? Just like the officer, whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, Lambda shuttle or um, I'm not sure what they're called. Maybe. Bob, Anyways, he, Luke drags him to it and just and imperial, he, imperial shuttles. And uh, yeah, I think so. And then you have like the slow, um, version, like the down tempo version of the Imperial March, um, as mm-hmm. he as he removes the. Vader's helmet with the dun, 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 dun. and, and the, then you get to see David Prowse. You see David Prowse, yeah. <laughs> the, <Nope>. the other actor, <laughs> just more, you know, <laughs> just twisting that knife. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just the more cool sound effects with just the um, yeah. moves it off, and yeah. uh, you know, as, as uh, Obi Wan said, you know, more machine than man. Um, just the the fucking fantastic makeup. Uh, he's he's got like the the red like circles under his eyes, and uh, you know him and Luke have the, the last like heart to heart where you know Luke has chosen the right path, and, and uh, you know Luke says how no he can still save him, and, and Vader tells him you you already have. Uh, it's uh, a great end to to their arc together as father and son. Yep, that's my number one. Yep, and Luke did all this for a man he never even knew. Yet his nephew, he thought might be a little evil, and he's going <laughs> to yeah. murder him in his sleep. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate that fucking movie. To, to, Sorry. To yeah. to be fair, Kylo Ren is a little bitch. He still wouldn't try to. Murder no, no, him. no. I know. I think I think it's interesting. Like, so, so you said like um, uh, that Luke turns briefly to the dark side. I think I think that's like what being a Jedi is all about. Really, it's not the whole eschewing all emotion and darkness, whatever. It's it's having the will and the the wisdom to recognize when you're about to step off the path, and then making the right choice. Um, right. That's that should have been the focus of like the academy, not just completely ignoring all everything, like putting your head in the sand. Right. Anyway, it's basically. A little comment like, on religion in general. Like Boba Fett did. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway. Nice, Scott, Alex. Almost didn't get that. All right. Uh, Alex, number one. Uh, yeah, that moment where... Um, we've already talked about it, but that moment when Luke throws away the lightsaber and everything that comes after it. Just fantastic. It's a great... Great climax, great ending, all the way, except for uh, honorable mention to the fucking lightning teeth. I still cringe at that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to bring up lightning teeth. Goddamn, so chewing on tinfoil. Oh, <laughs> braces. with braces. Yeah. <laughs> Father, please. Uh, my teeth. My teeth hurt. Yeah. Luke. Luke temporarily reverts to Luke from episode. <laughs> Four and five for a minute there, but well, he was being electrocuted with force yeah. lightning, dying. I guess. Yeah, it worked. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I will just add everything we've said, but just and then also the badass funeral pyre 
with Vader on Endor with mm-hmm. Luke. That's cool. Um, and David Press as a Force Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I forgot this. And that is my honorable mention. The Jedi spirits at the very end is really cool. Uh, it sucks that it's Hayden Christensen now, but whatever. It's not not the worst thing in the world. But I just love that Luke sees them. I guess I don't know. And that Lando's dancing. <laughs> And yet Noob is like way taller than I thought he was. <laughs> yeah. I feel in a way I feel bad for him because they've just fucking saved the galaxy and they're fucking stuck on Endor with a bunch of Ewoks. Yeah, but they're gonna... at least they're not getting eaten. Yeah. 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 And there's <laughs> good music. Well, this your soup is great. What's it made of? <laughs> you don't want to know. Well, Wedge doesn't show up in the next movie. Uh, he's no, there he's dancing there. at the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just because Dennis Lawson's. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like him and Lando, like they're not going to get laid on Endor. Yeah. Eh, Well, well, okay. I think they. Lando definitely will. He fucks a robot. Well, yeah. Have you guys seen Solo yet? No. No, you haven't. God damn it. Smooth. Spoiler: He pretty much (laughs) has a relationship with a robot. I'm just saying. The the one with the. The flathead that's on the job with them? Yeah. Oh, really? Damn. <laughs> you got to watch it. I'm obviously exaggerating a little bit, but you okay. got to watch it. Smooth. All right. Anything else? No. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up Star Wars for us, except for Solo, I guess. We'll have to do that, and that's yeah. going to be a shit fest. Um... <laughs> Ewok Adventures. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, I don't, I don't know if I can do yeah, we it. Should, we should do I don't it. Know if I can. Maybe do one it. of these. Did, I don't think we. Did we ever actually do the holiday special? We yeah. did. Oh, we talked about. I know. It. No I know. We so, we sat down to record for it. It didn't work. I don't know. If we actually did an episode on it. Oh. Oh, that's right. I know. We've definitely talked about it. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not watching it again. So <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could make it as far as yeah, we did last time. Look at Lumpy. I mean, last time yeah. we, we I, I personally pieced out when they started doing like the Ario spa- uh, spaceship 3D hologram music video in the middle. Yeah. I don't. That's Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship. Yeah, I don't. I don't... Which led to the Alan Parsons project. Yeah. Which I believe was some sort of hovercraft. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. So maybe I don't know. We don't. I don't think any of us really watched the cartoons right like I've, I've seen a few episodes but no. so i think we're kind of done other than the movies now so mm-hmm. but with the new tv show coming out they'll there's plenty of star wars that'll mandalorian. be El mandalorian yeah mm-hmm. all right uh well it's time for alex no sports wait we gotta read it oh rate it seven <laughs> six six <laughs> okay let me write these down <laughs> oh wait i gotta write these down Shit. Yeah, that's true. I will just say, like, a seven, it's, yeah, as a kid, it was definitely a seven as an adult. Even though it's dropped down a lot, it's still, I can watch this whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a, I guess it's a perfect film? Fuck yeah, it's a perfect film. I still get it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't second guess yourself, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, don't. Oh, All no. right. Now it's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So there's, uh, I saw a trailer for a new wrestling movie that looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah? You guys seen this? Heard about this? Seen this? Possible? No. It's like, uh, oh, damn it. It's like my my fighting family, my fight with my family, something like it's that. 
and it's about a girl in a small town and their their whole family's big on wrestling but she actually goes on you know tryouts and stuff to be like uh when the the ladies from WWE it's based on a true story and you know of course the rock is in it um, but yeah it looks good I have not seen it. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I saw the trailer, but without any sound. It dropped on Facebook first. <laughs> All right, it's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Poine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so starting off with the review, uh, this Jeez. just came out on Netflix. It's the new Coen Brothers joint, and uh, the ballad. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, so this is a western. Uh, it's it's actually a vignette, a series of vignettes. Sorry, um, and uh, <laughs> given that it is the Coen Brothers, um, it, it's pretty damn good. Uh, it is also very bleak. <laughs> Big surprise. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, I recommend it. I I, I don't want to describe this without spoiling anything, but uh, um, it, it goes from you know Coen Brothers style where um, it's laugh out loud funny at points. Uh, super fucking depressing at others, and hyper violent, uh, and the <laughs> the message is mm, can be less than uplifting for some of the vignettes. Uh, but um, again, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I recommend it if you like the Coen Brothers, if you like westerns, uh, check it out. That's on Netflix now. And then um, something else I watched uh, several episodes of was actually the the new um, Sabrina series that's also on Netflix. Um, it's based on the character of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, this is much, much different than the old Melissa Joan Hart version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a kind of reimagining. I mean, I don't know much about the, the character originally. I guess she was in the comics, uh, the Archie comics. But at any rate, um, this is... <laughs> much, much darker, uh, violent. Uh, I'm, I'm still not sure that I'm the intended audience for it. Uh, but it's, it's worth a watch if, if you, um, are looking for something a little lighter, uh, but it's got, got some horror elements. Um, there's some good things going for it. Some of the, the, the actors there. It's got, uh, um, Aowen herself, Miranda Otto, uh, is one of the ants. Uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Glowing recommendations, okay. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, basically what I want to talk about. Go watch Buster Scruggs, Ballad Buster Scruggs. Uh, cool. I will. Alex, anything you want to do talk about? Uh, nope. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Jeff. Um, yeah, just one thing to follow up. I mentioned there was a rumor that uh, the guy from Game of Thrones is going to be in the new Mandalorian movie. It's been confirmed. Pedro Pascal, who played, what's his name? The guy from Dorne. I don't fucking remember. Oh, 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 oh on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, Oberon Martell. Yeah. I couldn't tell you That's his name in the, in the Star Wars movie. Well, it hasn't been in a Star Wars movie, yet, but he's going to be. The Mandalorian in Mandalorian. Okay. Who am I getting confused with? The guy from Rogue One. Yeah. It's a different guy? Uh, uh, something Luna. Diego Luna? Yeah. Diego Luna. Yeah. Okay. Not related. Although, there's rumor that Diego Luna's character is going to get its own show on Disney Maybe that's where I'm getting well. confused. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
That's another cool. rumor. I don't know if that one's a rumor or more than that, but I'm talking about the Mandalorian, the one that's being done by uh, John Favreau. Um, <laughs> what is that guy so... ever done? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got swingers, and that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, that, that's Pedro Pascal has been confirmed. I don't. He has been confirmed as the title character yet, but that's what everyone's saying. Um, and also Gina Carano from Fast and Furious. We also in it. That's confirmed. And um, another good thing here is that if you, which I don't, I don't watch him, so I can't say I like him or not, but people who love the shows, like this guy Dave Filoni is kind of like their god. He's the new George Lucas. He's actually George Lucas's underling, and George Lucas taught him everything he knows about stories, telling and everything, which, uh-uh. good or bad. <laughs> um, well, and it's the, he's not script writing. <laughs> who's done the Clone Wars and did Rebels, and I think he's doing the new show. Uh, he's also going to be an executive producer on this show, which is good because he's very, he knows the material, which I think is a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's kind of it. They still don't know. It's going to be on the Disney streaming service. Uh, that's a fact, but they don't know when. I think they're most likely come after the next movie, which is not until basically a year from now, mm-hmm. next Christmas. So probably early 2020, maybe. I don't know. Mm. God, I can't believe it's going to be the 20s soon. The Roaring 20s. The Roaring 20s. <laughs> yeah, see. Um, yeah, see. This new Star Wars will be the new sensation that's sweeping the nation. <laughs> uh, that's all I got on Star Wars. And uh, yeah, I think we mentioned this the other day. It's going to be kind of a bummer of a, a Christmas holiday season for movies. When we've been getting Star Wars and Marvel movies and all we get is an Aquaman and... <laughs> Sherry, Get Sherry Bobbins. Marry a woman without gills. Yeah, Mary You're Poppins. You're from two different worlds. So, maybe something will come out of the blue and nail us. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So, feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.